WCCF, Tom Kearney with the Tom Kearney Show, live and in real time, every night, Monday through Friday from 9 until 10. And tonight we're going to talk about computers with our computer guys, and guys who've been our computer guys for the last 20-plus years, Mr. Tim Taylor and Mr. Steve. Are you there? Yes, sir. I'm here. I always will. Your last name's Alford, isn't it? Arnold. Arnold. See, that, ladies and gentlemen, I've had this problem with Steve Arnold for all these years. I can never remember his last name. I know his first name is Steve, but and he ought to just smack me upside the head, but fortunately he's on the telephone tonight, and that's not possible. But uh, I'm sorry about calling you Alford. I used to know somebody named Steve Alford, as a matter of fact. That's the reason I did that. Steve Arnold. And they are yes, associated sir. with a company called ByteWise. And I'm going to spell it for you. B-Y-T-E-W-Y-Z-E. A little unusual spelling, but it's valuable because if you put that in and then uh, Tim Taylor is at dot com. That's right. And they can see your website and find out what you're up to. But basically, Absolutely. Basically, you're an IT company, and, and we can go through all of it here. But um, that will describe what, what, in fact, you do. And you've been our computer guys since I think we started before 2000 sometime. And, uh, and it's always good to have you all with us. We were going to not be taking any calls tonight because of uh, the technical possibilities of our current situation with me being at home do not allow for that. But we are, in fact, going to talk about computers and see if Tim and Steve have any news of the computer world. Basically, there are computer guys who talk about PCs, but that's not the only thing they talk about. They probably could fake their way through talking about a Mac or something like that. And and I don't know how much you guys know about all the handheld devices, but I guess we'll find out, won't we? <laughs> <laughs> They've got so many different levels now. I, my, my, my brother-in-law, I think, has a tablet. And I don't really, it's just a smaller size laptop, isn't it? So? It, it is a, a smaller laptop without a keyboard, typically. Um, you can purchase uh, external keyboards, and depending on the, the configuration of the tablet, it either plugs up to hidden pins on the, the side or the back of the tablet, or it's a USB, excuse me, a, uh, a Bluetooth keyboard. Um, and, uh, yeah, they, they work really, really well. They've come leaps and bounds in, in uh, the capabilities of the things that they can do. I'm going to have to get me a, from you guys a website. It's kind of like a, what we used to see in our school books when we were young called a glossary. And that's all the terms that you do not understand and an explanation of what they are. Either that or have it help get a book that's got it in it. Uh, I realized I was about to say that to begin with. I realized that that might be kind of a sin in the world of, uh, of computers and electronic devices. So we're here tonight, and we're going to be uh, talking uh, about computers. Uh, I'm just kind of curious uh, as the, the way the world is working now with us being locked down and and uh, so on. How is that affecting the way your business is going? Or does it make any difference? For the most part, no, not really, other than we have to take a few more precautions when we go into our clients' offices. Um, but most of our offices, uh, most of our clients are, are medical offices. Um, and they, you know, they continued operating through 
most all of this, and um, the ones that didn't uh, wound up uh, calling us and, and asking us if we could do that uh, little project that they had had on the back burner for a, a year or two since everything was closed up. So, um, you know, most computer shops really stayed busy through uh, this this entire shutdown. Um, you know, whether their clients were in operation or not, there's there were always people wanting to get things done. Well, certainly not all, but I, I, you've sort of answered a question I wanted to ask you, not necessarily on the air, but ask you, and that is uh, you, you are uh, essentially an IT department for those businesses uh, who are not large enough to have their own IT department, and, and I suspect doctors and medical personnel are among them. In fact, my, my dentist, you, you folks service his wife. Uh, you... Uh, she, I, I've gathered from the way my dentist says he doesn't have your stuff, and you don't go and do his stuff. But uh, they, what used to be X-rays, where they took a little picture, are now reproduced electronically, and he can basically watch what's happening as they're being developed. Does that that sound right to you? Yes, sir. Very much so. Um, there, there are a couple of different types of digital x-rays that they can do on you in the in the dental office there's a uh a phosphorus plate that uh is is very much the same uh feel as the regular x-ray film um and then they've got the much thicker uh digital sensors that have a cable coming out of out of the sensor itself um they're they're a bit more uncomfortable, but uh, you know e- each of those digital technologies have the ha- have different benefits. Um, the phosphorus plate uh, has to be I, I'm doing my air quotes here developed. Um, it has to be put in a in a special machine that will read the the uh, digital footprint of the signature into a computer. Uh, it's it's a the phosphorus plate scanner. Um, whereas the the thicker uh, true digital sensor um, that actually goes in your mouth with a cord coming out of it, um, it it develops in real time and and you know under a second it pops up on the screen. It sounds uh, so a little it, bit like what you've got there is a combination of the old way of doing things with the plate, for instance, that that is sensitive to to what you're trying to detect, but it's being read electronically and digitally. Exactly. The the main benefit though is is the levels of radiation are are very much less with with either of the digital technologies than what you would uh, be exposed to with reg, regular um, you know developed film that uh, you know we all grew up with and um, so that that's the biggest thing is is you. The levels of radiation that you're exposed to are, are greatly diminished. Well, I know over the years I had tried to stay away from any more dental X-rays than I had to have. I, my dentist assured me that there was no problem, and I guess I sort of believed him, or I wouldn't have continued doing it. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I have read, and you know, you've got all kinds of medical opinions, but that that uh, the X-rays may help help to induce uh, cataracts, for instance, and and and. Uh, so, well, anyway, I got my cataracts fixed and uh, and and decided that I would believe in 
the electronic technology so everything is all right. What we're going to do here is see if we can find out, uh, Steve. Uh, and uh, uh, Tim, are you there? You haven't said anything, so I'm beginning to wonder if we lost you there. I'm sorry, I'm not enough. You're not in the office. <laughs> you're still taking the 4th of July vacation. Uh, but uh, I'd like to find out from both of you if there is any uh, any computer news, anything. I told Tim I had seen something about uh, uh, the uh, uh, effort to induce more people to have, what was it, Tim, Windows, uh, Windows 10. And I know Windows 10 has been semi-controversial all along. And... Uh, I, of course, solved my problem after 10 years of having uh, first one thing and then Windows 7 by uh, by uh, uh, getting a new computer that was loaded with Windows 10. Have you had any problems with people who still have Windows 7? I know it was not to be serviced by the people after, I believe, January 20th. That's right. That's right. It was January 20th. Um, We've encouraged everybody to not use Windows 7 because of the updates that, the updates that they'll need to keep their um, operating system secure because they'll never longer get critical updates and uh, security updates, which are pretty much paramount to keeping your business safe. Right. What um, you and I were talking about this morning, Tom, was Microsoft Edge because Microsoft has finally released Edge, their browser, and um, and it looks different than it did before. I don't no, know how well it's right going to work. I mean, it's it's kind of new out of the box. Have you heard anything, Steve? Um, I haven't heard a lot about it. Uh, the little bit that I have heard about it, it's a really good, strong competitor up against Chrome. Um, it. It has a small memory footprint. It doesn't take a lot of uh, processing power to run, uh, whereas Internet Explorer or the old Edge uh, that came out with uh, Windows 10. Um, so this this is actually a new version of Edge um, where they completely rewrote the browser from the ground up. And um, it seems to be very, very lightweight, uh, very unobtrusive. Um, so far, the the few times that I've used it, it it really seems to just kind of get the job done. Um, Internet it, now, I've, I can remember uh, when I was changing something. You folks recommended that I my, we move away from Internet Explorer because they were going to drop it. Is it gone now? Because I know Mrs. Kearney used to use it to do certain things that she because she was more comfortable with it because it, it was sort of where we started, so to speak. Uh, for all practical purposes, it's it's gone. it's gone. But the application still sits on uh, on Windows 10. Um, but you know, when you open it up, when you open up Internet Explorer, it's it's got a little logo there introducing the new Microsoft Edge. Download it for Windows 10. Okay, now you know, so for the uninitiated, Steve, something like uh, Edge. Is that called a browser? It is. It and, is. And it, it's, it, like, it's like uh, Chrome, right? It, yeah, I mean, it it's is. Analogous exactly. How about uh, what, uh, Tim, you told me, is it Bing? Is that the other one? 
Now, Bing is the search engine. It's the engine that that, uh, that supports the browser. The browser is what you see, the face of what you see when you're on the Internet. And you tell it where you want it to go. Well, what's working behind there is the engine, whether it's Google's engine or Yahoo's engine or whoever. Well, Microsoft has their engine, which is Bing. Okay, I'm going to learn this stuff someday one way or another. Well, let's stop right here and uh, pause for a couple of minutes. Uh, you're listening to the Tom Kearney Show. It's uh, Monday night. I've got to figure this out now. It is July the 6th. We've survived uh, another uh, Independence Day. We we are now 245 years old and two days, and uh, we're going to be here for uh, the Tom Kearney Show until 10 o'clock tonight. Uh, tomorrow night, Tony Rigsby will be here to talk about the fate of baseball, big league and minor league, and some other sports, too, so you'll want to join us then. In the meantime, Tim Taylor and Steve Steve Arnold. Yes, sir. I had to pause to make sure I got it right. This, I'm going to become the laughing stock of radio hosts if I don't get this right. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. <laughs> Tim Taylor and Steve Arnold of Bitewise, that's B-Y-T-E-W-Y-Z-E, that's eight letters in a row, dot com, and that'll give you their website and tell you what they're up to. Uh, in fact, uh, they're uh, a firm that deals largely in, in IT work for people and companies who uh, do not have the size or uh, whatever to require a full-time IT system, and uh, they uh, they will, in their website, tell you what they're up to, and if you're interested, you can give them a call there. Uh, Steve, you were uh, Steve, you were talking about, uh, uh, and I think Tim, too, that there was a refocusing of, uh, what is it, uh, Microsoft Edge, and I was yes. wondering why, why to, to refocus to work with, with Windows 10, why, why that refocusing took place? Was it feedback from people who used it, something that it wasn't working right? Well, the, the thing is, is if you can control the browser that people use to serve the Internet, then most likely you're going to be using your search engine. And search engine rankings is what big companies pay for in order to be listed higher you know, when you search tennis shoes, um, you know, Google and New Balance and Nike and, and you know, all these shoe companies pay different search engines certain amounts of money to be ranked higher on the list when you search for tennis shoes because, uh, you know, the, the first one or two listings are typically what most people are going to click on. And, um, and I'll show you how this works. I mean, to back up what you're saying, I didn't realize for a long time that the first ones at the beginning, they've got ADV in a parenthesis up there, which means that's an advertisement. You know, they paid to get that spot mm-hmm. at the top. But I finally right. figured that out. But there's been a lot of of, of uh, contention about this with Google and other people, hasn't there? There has been. Um, I think the European Union is currently uh, looking into the fact what, about um, 
Google and their search engine dominance over the the other marketplace. Um, and you know, it, it really boils down to you know, how well you can index the internet and then sell that result. So yeah. Now what? Okay, so I'll share my ignorance. Google is there. And it's, it, it, what would you call it? It's not a search engine. It is a platform. Is that, is that right? Well, Google is a company that has a number of different things. Okay. Um, you know, they, the Google browser is called Chrome. Um, the search engine is just, you know, Google itself. Um, but uh, Google has gone so far as to, you know, integrate uh into their whole ecosystem, you know, telephones and tablets and, you know, earbuds and, and all kinds of different things. They kind of come under the, the single moniker of, of uh, Google um, to the point that they've actually had to start subdividing some of their larger divisions. Uh, uh, you, you might have heard the name Alphabet. Um, that's one of, you know, Google's... Uh, subsidiaries that they've uh, transitioned off a lot of their services to, so uh, such as Google Fiber. Well, we start getting into questions of monopoly and things like that here, don't we? Absolutely. Yeah, right. And uh, what it looked like to me once in a while when I would try to use something like Bing, that it was riding on the back of of Google. And uh, that is, it is like each, each source of information has established their own on Bailiwick, you know, where they've got everything all rounded up and, and their own Wikipedias and so on, but rather that they were using uh, the information that Google had and just kind of be funneling it through their their particular machine. Absolutely. You can you can use Google Chrome and use Bing as the search engine behind it, um, just as well as you can use the Microsoft browser, whether it be Internet, the older Internet Explorer or the new Edge, um, and use Google as the search engine itself. Um, the search engine part itself is very, very interchangeable. Um, even to uh, there, there's another search engine company um, that, that supposedly, uh, and and I've never seen anything different about this, but supposedly doesn't sell your search results, which is called Duck Duck Go. And uh, a lot of people really enjoy using that service. Um, just because they they don't sell your search history information um, to advertisers to see how to better market their company. Okay, Steve, hold it right there. We'll come back to this. I'm enjoying a, a little chance to explore some of the questions that I've had before tonight, but we're going to stop right now and find out what's going on in the world news. 933, I see Tom Kearney here. Tom Kearney Show. We hope we're either or both entertaining you and edifying you here on this Monday night. And I will repeat again by way of promoing that Tony Rigsby, our sports guy, will be with us tomorrow night to talk about, uh, if nothing else, the future of certain sports schedules within the the 2020 year. Uh, Baseball apparently is going to start playing again, Major League Baseball, a 60-some game schedule in a couple of weeks. But Minor League Baseball is over. Uh, we don't know exactly what's going to happen in hockey as more and more players have uh, uh, turned out to uh, be uh, uh, positive on the coronavirus uh, 
test and so on, so we'll just have to have to watch that. But uh, we're going to talk sports t- tomorrow night one way or the other. Tonight we're talking about computers. We hadn't had the computer guys on, well, since Tom went away for his visit to the to the hospital back in, in um, September, what am I saying, but in uh, February. So uh, Tim Taylor and uh, Steve Arnold, uh, ByteWise, B-Y-T-E-W-Y-Z-E.com is where you go to get in touch with them. And uh, we've been talking about some computer problems in general and ones that that I've always wanted to have a chance to ask, and I've sort of saved them uh, up uh, as a wild card to use on a night like this. Uh, Steve, where were we? What were we talking about when you when we went away? We were... Uh, we're talking about selling your search results um, to advertising companies so they can better market their product on, on search engines and how to, to do keyword searches better. Well, I was under the impression at one time that what you would get when you went to a particular topic and they had several things lined up, that they they would be lined up in the order in which the people had had uh, applied to them, you know, and and, and uh, saw them out. But I finally found out that the the first ones were were advertisements, uh, and uh, the other thing that I've noticed about things on certain topics on the internet is that they never they put things up but they never take things down and uh i was going to go for some heavy duty information one day to back up something that i was trying to say and i found out my information was only seven years old and it had never been been taken down so i guess other people have learned to watch out for that well it took me a little while to do that are there it is really tough to do because on a lot of the searches that you turn up, um, the results aren't always listed by date. And so um, it, it can be misleading as to, you know, especially if you're looking for statistical information, um, you know, or, you know, when when's the new Transformers be coming out, you know. Exactly. Um, exactly. So it's, it, if you don't pay attention to when the, the article was written, definitely it's, it's very easy to be misled by the, the information that turns up on the results. I'd say I agree with you in that there doesn't seem to be any any attention paid to a chronology at all. The, the, the first item that's not an advertisement might be the most recent item, but beyond that, it uh, it's sort of higgledy-piggledy. It's like they put them all in a box and then just turned them out on the table and wrote them down as they... As they picked them up and uh, or entered them, you know, into the system as they they picked them up. Exactly. Uh, in the in the world of security, is there anything new? And in fact, generally, are there anything new, any new products that uh, are worthy of mention that you might know about? And I uh, and the next question I want to ask you is: Is this business with with Zoom and Skype something that affects the kind of business that you folks do? Um. The, the big thing in security now is, you know, the security of your video chat. Um, so, yeah, that that is absolutely a, a, a key topic in today's, you know, world, simply because there are so many people working from home. Um, you know, it's hard to find webcams. It's hard to find laptops. Uh it's hard to find proper lighting sometimes um, because, you know, your your kitchen counter or your home office lighting 
it's typically not bright enough to, you know, uh, show your image without casting shadows on your face. Um, so it's, it's been really, uh, that, that's really the big thing that has been, you know, probably the past, you know, five months. Is, is that something you know, that, that my wife, that you and Tim and other and Josh and so on are involved in is is dealing with the questions that have to do? For instance, I I know I got some help from Mr. Taylor. He probably won't admit it. From and dealing with Zoom because my wife was interested in in that. And uh, I'm sitting here looking at the camera right now and uh, hoping <laughs> that it's not on. Well, Tom, I, I will tell you that since. Since I got you set up on Zoom, the the company that owns Zoom has worked to increase its security to do a better job with the level of encryption that the connections have between uh, the different participants in the meetings. So, yeah, things have changed. Things have been enhanced, which is actually better for for everybody, it's better for the person that's hosting the um, the presentation. It's also better for the people that are participants. Right, well, indeed, that's something that I've always been a little surprised at. Uh, uh, but it just shows maybe what I don't know. But the the, uh, the problems that are sometimes uh, with people hacking into or cutting into systems, not necessarily Zoom, but at earlier levels that that. Uh, the minds that produce this stuff couldn't produce a kind of encryption that nobody could penetrate. But uh, I guess they, they're working on it all the time. They are working on it all the time. And, and kind of like you say, the minds that come up with the stuff to, uh, you know, get these ideas about um, how to make it easier to teleconference or share information and things like that aren't always the same minds that are brilliant about security. And so um, it, it it takes some time for the security part to catch up with the, the innovation and uh, make sure that this new innovation is secure for people to use. Um, because typically, you know, new innovations come with, you know, uh, all new security risks, you know. Um, yeah, with with all of this teleconferencing going on, you know, there's millions of uh, webcams that are sitting on top of computer screens now, you know, pointing out into a room. And uh, you know, some people put a sock over it, and some people put some tape over it uh, for when they're not using it. Uh, some people will plug them in just long enough to use them, and then unplug them. So, uh, but you know, it, it it is something to be concerned about, you know, not worried about really, but concerned um, that, uh, you know, any of these cameras could be compromised by some type of virus and, uh, you know, taking control of, and then, you know, people can, you know, hear your conversations or view what's going on in the house. Um, Well, well, now let's go stop right here because, you know, I, I haven't seen an ad in three or four months for what, I don't know what they were called, but those smart boxes, you know, the ones that you say, Siri, turn the turn the TV on or start the coffee or whatever. Uh, uh-huh. And uh, 
it reminded me of a friend I used to have that worked across the hall from me when I worked at State, and he he would never have cable television because he always believed that, that when he put the cable box in his room and, and put run that line outside that brought all that good information in, they were always they were also taking information about what was going on in his living room away, uh, and 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 I, I used to poo poo and really kind of make fun of him. But the truth is, the longer I've thought about it, the more I think that may be true. It was true. It still is true. And when the, those boxes, you know, the ones that you order to turn the radio on or turn the TV on for you, have you seen many ads for them lately? Or I, I just haven't. Uh, uh, yeah, more and more, Tom. Okay, uh, well, I, I guess mine is because I, w- I went away, as you know, for a while. Sure, and when I, sure. Yeah, but uh, uh, that's, that's a, one of the security problems that falls into the basket that Steve is sort of talking about now. Uh, and the Zoom is is a way that if, you know, if it could be activated from the outside, uh, people could, you know, kind of check your house out and decide what you've got that they wanted to steal. Or monitor when you're at home or when you're not at home. You know, they could exactly. be they could be across town. They could be in the next in another state, but they know who you are. They can figure out where you live, um, and they're like, "Hey, man, this guy's got some really nice stuff." At least in this room where he does his broadcast. So, um, why don't we see uh, see if we can get a hold of some of it? And and you just reminded me of all the uh, the uh, things that are now uh, possible. Like the door cam and all that thing to uh, to allow you to, uh, and I guess what I'm saying is to allow you to check on your home and make sure if, if the guy that's bringing the packages up actually leaves them or just takes them back home with him or something like that. But it it it, it occurs to me that if you can, you know, there's an ad where a guy turns on his uh, sprinklers from a thousand miles away. You know, he's in San Francisco and he forgot <laughs> to turn his Denver sprinkler on. And so he just right. gets his computer out, and he does that. Well, that 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 door swings two ways, and it does. It really does. I mean, you can start your car with your cell phone now. You know, the newer one. So you can unlock the doors, uh, get a diagnostic report. You know, uh, your phone can text you when it's time to get an oil change. Um, it's it's amazing the the level of integration that we've got now in today's world with. You know, simple everyday things such as even appliances. You know, like you said, turn the coffee on, or you know, the refrigerator can tell you when it's time to pour milk. You know, so it's it's very very daunting uh, to think of the level of integration that we use and kind of take for granted in our world today. And and in places where you just said take for granted, I think sometimes thoughtlessly apply without considering the ramifications of what could, in fact, take place. Uh, I guess the security people, the the, uh, the different ones, LifeLock, et cetera, are, uh, I think they've gone in with somebody else now. I'm trying to think of who it is. But uh, uh, it's a computer security group, too. Uh, but uh, they're they're trying to keep up. But uh, they, they the minds that, that ended up using something that's supposed to work for you are working on making it work against you and so that uh, maybe they can open the front door with the same thing that was supposed to lock the front door. We're talking about computers and some security problems that may be connected to to that world with uh, Steve Arnold and Tim Taylor of uh, ByteWise. It's 
per, uh, I'm not sure this is their main business, but they know they know about it and they're into computers, and so we are picking their brains tonight. We're going to pause now for a couple of minutes, and then we'll be back. And it's 9:51 right now. We've got about five minutes left in tonight's program, and we're talking with uh, Steve Arwin and Tim Taylor of Bitewise, uh, an IT. Uh, establishment that uh, helps folks who don't have enough business to have their own IT department but have needs of of their particular services. And uh, we've been talking with them about different computer problems and uh, new new products and things that are are in what I ended up calling today the computer news. Uh, Steve and and, uh, Tim, my my uh, interviewer's book tells me that at this point, right after the last commercial, when you've got a few minutes left, you're supposed to say to the guest of the night, well, we've covered several things tonight, folks, but is there anything that you really wanted to go off on that, that has been on your mind or something that that, uh, that you think is, is newsworthy? Tim, you've been kind of hanging back tonight. Is there anything on, on your mind tonight? I like that approach. Actually, we, we stopped with part of the discussion related to security of your communications uh, just before the break. And if you remember, a few years back, there was an IoT vulnerability, Internet of Things vulnerability. And one of the things that was vulnerable were wireless keyboards and mice. A person could hack into your network if you didn't have your security protocol set up correctly and hack into your network and access things that were less secure. Uh, one of the examples in an article I had read was, was uh, in the testing to see how effective it could be. Uh, someone sat out in the parking lot of an office and was able to hack into a network via uh, the mouse or the keyboard uh, receiver that was in the, re- the computer. And, um, and that was a vulnerability. So what happened was Microsoft, Logitech, these companies began encrypting the signal between the mouse and the receiver on the computer, the keyboard and the receiver on the computer. So that, those things have not gone away. It's just become more complex the more people have automated their homes and their business. Okay, I see. I see. Well, I did, uh, this is sort of the same thing. I remember, uh, and I, I, here's honesty in broadcasting, Mr. Taylor, uh, so he didn't sell me my first computer, but he installed it for me. And I remember one thing you said that day, it was in November of uh, 2009, Tim, when, and you said, just remember, Tom, every keystroke, you make on this thing is being recorded somewhere, and uh, and, I, and I believe it, and I still do believe that that in fact is the case. That that people are looking over your shoulder and keeping up with things uh, along the way. Did I did I blow it right there? No, 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 no. I, I was not. waiting to to see if you had something to add to it, but no, that's that's true. It, it's every bit is is uh, true today as it was then. And like I said, maybe in some ways even more so, because there's more ways for them to get you. Well, I, 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 don't, stuff, I don't. Stuff about, I don't. Uh, when you uh, when somebody 
effectively takes your stuff electronically and holds it for for hostage. Uh, and you have oh. to, and there's more of that going on than we know about. Yes. Absolutely. It doesn't get reported as much now, but there's still just as much ransomware going on, uh, encryption viruses, uh, where they just encrypt your data and charge you to get it back. And maybe you'll get it back. Maybe you won't. Well, I have, have tried backups to... Backups are... Go ahead. Very, very important. Well, I have tried not to do too much or don't not to do any of my business, and I don't have a lot to do, but... I, a business that has to do with banking and money and stuff like that uh, on, you know, through the computer. Uh, I'm just, I guess I'm kind of squirrely, but that, that it kind of worries me along the way. But I notice uh, the messages that I get from people who are much more, they're from individual accounts, but are much more computer savvy than I am, or is something like uh, this virus has been covered by such and such and it's been judged to be virus free and that kind of thing. So people who are, you know, much more into it than I am. But apparently the the boogie bears are in fact out there. They're definitely out there. And they are they are not giving up on anything that they've uh got in their minds to to keep doing. So I'm gonna let you they're not slowing down. They're not waiting for anything else to get the money that they're going after. I'm going to let yep. you two guys off the hook because I just looked up and I was having so much fun that I didn't notice that we were really out of time for tonight. But I want to thank <laughs> you for joining us again. Tim Taylor, Steve Arnold of ByteWise, B-Y-T-E-W-Y-Z-E dot com. That will tell you exactly what they're up to and what they're about. And I thank them for being our source of information tonight. Tim, I'm going to call you right after the program's over for just a moment, if I may. Yeah, that's fine.